Having an aha moment is not enough. Have you ever been to a place you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I definitely need to take action on that. And then you go back home and then nothing changes and you find yourself in the exact same spot two months in the future. That's what happens when we don't act on an aha moment. Having an aha moment is not enough. And so there's one action that we need to apply to our lives if we're going to have sustainable lasting success. Not just a spike of success, but sustainable lasting success. If I take a look back at the history of transformation of these last 10 years of being in this space, what I've found is all the massive leaps in my business have come when I've taken this one action step. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bishak. I'm a personal development expert with almost 10 years of experience coaching people. And I help entrepreneurs come alive to their limitless possibilities. And that's what we're going to do here today. Last week, we talked a lot about is rewiring your mind really possible? Can you change your subconscious mind for lasting success? And like we found out, the answer is of course. Of course you can. It has to do with where you tend to live emotionally because those emotional thought patterns become subconscious and they just happen. It's kind of like we talked about last week, about driving a car. In the beginning, there was all the different things you had to focus on. Left signal, right signal, mirrors, seatbelt, 10 and 2, you know, hand over hand when you're turning, all of this stuff. And then over time, you get to a place where eventually you'll drive from point A to point B and you'll end up at point B and be like, how did I do that? It's because it was unconscious. Well, if your mind is wired for failure, how can you ever expect to create success? It doesn't make sense. You'll, you, it doesn't matter what you learn, what you study, what you do, you'll go into it with the wrong paradigm of life and that will cause you to end up failing again. Have you ever set a goal year after year after year and it still doesn't come true? Or feel like you're trying so hard but you can't make progress and it seems so much easier for everyone else? And if you take a look at the people that are doing the exact same thing as you, they're getting results and you aren't? It has nothing to do with the process. If people are getting results with the same business opportunity or the same uh, prospecting methodology or same funnel techniques as you and you're not getting those results, the common denominator is here. It's you. It's your subconscious mind. It's the way that you are wired. And so often we go through life and we'll learn something. Like you might learn something from this podcast. And that's beautiful. It's amazing. And so I'm so glad you had an aha moment here. If you're tuning in and coming back over and over again, you probably find some value in this. You probably got an aha moment out of something, which is great. But an aha moment is not enough. A light bulb moment is not enough. And so we talked last week a lot about how to find those limiting patterns. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper into that and how to replace that limitation. I want you to take a look at in your life, what are the biggest limiting factors? Is it money? Is it time? Is it people? Is it business? If you take a look at the things that make you feel like you are behind, what are those things? And then take it a step further. What do you believe about those things? How would you complete this sentence? Business is. Just what's your gut reaction? Business is. And if you might have said multiple things, you might have said that business is freedom and you might have had something that says business is hard. Well, if business is freedom and business is hard, is freedom hard? No. So that's an inner conflict that's going on in your subconscious mind that needs to be rewired. What about this one? Money is. If money is possibility, but money is also hard to make, possibility is hard to make. That doesn't make sense. Or you might have a belief that possibility is hard to create. And if you have a belief that possibility is hard to create, then how is that going to impact your business? How is it going to impact your family? It's going to impact everything. What about marriage is? Or people are? Or men are? Or women are? Start to identify what are your limiting thought patterns? What are your habitual things that play in your head? 
And we're going to use everything we talked about last week by interrupting the pattern through focus and language and physiology and all of those things. Absolutely. But what we need to talk about today is what happens when you have the awareness to change. What I mean by that is when you have the aha moment, I should change that. What needs to happen next? And so this is the one action required for sustainable success. And that is leap when you are in state. Leap when you are in state. What does that mean? Anytime I have had an aha moment in my life, anytime I have felt like there's something beautiful that I learned, I did something immediately in that moment to make it come true. So I'll give you an example. I'd be at like a Tony Robbins conference and there's this, let's say a next level seminar that I wanted to go to. Instead of being the person that was like, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, I, that would change everything in my life. I'm so excited to learn that. I got to go home and talk to my spouse. I don't know. Okay. Once my business gets to this level, then I can go do that. Right. And I'm not saying don't factor in what's going on in your life to your decisions, but something needs to be done to take that leap of faith. What I would do in the moment is I was, I would always lock in the course, lock in the next program. I'd lock it into my calendar and I would be something that I have already purchased, put down a deposit for, or enrolled in or put in my calendar in some way. I've taken action towards it because you never lose the sight of setting a goal without doing something towards its attainment. If you do, then law of diminish the law of diminishing intent shows up. Have you ever, like I said at the beginning, have you ever been in a place where you have this amazing idea? I should do that. You're at a seminar, you're at a conference, you get this amazing idea of what needs to change in your life. You're like, I'm going to do that when I go home. And then nothing happens. The law of diminishing intent has come up because you're in state when you're at the event. You're feeling alive and electric when you're at the event. You're in the best state possible, which means that you are out of your head and you are in your heart. That's the best state possible. Well, your heart is your spirit. It's guiding you towards possibility. Your head is fear and it's guiding you towards ego and staying safe. So the longer you get out of state, the longer that event, the longer you are away from that event, the more you have the tendency to go back to old patterns of fear. But if you're in the event, you're in the immersive experience, you're in the challenge, you're in a program like our success accelerator challenges and you're in there and you're making a decision to take the next leap of faith. You're doing it from your heart, which means that you know it's right. And you take that action. You take that leap when you're in state. That's the one action required for sustainable success. Then it's on your calendar. Then you have leverage. So when you go home and all the other things in life are going on, you have a spouse that doesn't agree with your business. You have kids and all these million priorities. You have work and building your business on the side, all this stuff. You still have that thing you committed to. So there's skin in the game. There's things on the line. And so you keep taking action to go to that thing. And then the next thing, when you're in state, you do the next action step. I have done this for 10 years. And this is why we've generated millions of dollars in our business. Most people, when they're in state, they let fear win. And when you let fear win, when you're in a beautiful state, you're not actually in a beautiful state. You're choosing scarcity. You're choosing fear. You're choosing doubt. You're choosing helplessness to guide your life. And that is reinforcing your existing wiring. And so we need to take advantage of the physiology, the focus, and the language that we have, that we're using, like we talked about last week. We need to take advantage of being in that place because that's our truth. Like this, the feeling you have when you're in a beautiful place emotionally, that feeling is your truth. And if you deny that voice, you will not find freedom in your life. 
You'll find that you're struggling paycheck to paycheck, too much money into the money, the business doesn't grow even though it seems to be working for someone else. You see your laptop staring at you, begging you to change your life, and even though you don't care, you care so much, and you find yourself on the couch binge eating nachos at 11 p.m., downing a bottle of wine, feeling sorry for yourself, watching Friends reruns, then you get depressed, and then you get pissed off at yourself that you're depressed, and then you try to be perfect, and then you're not perfect, so you do more of that eating, and then you feel guilty about it the next day, and you try to be perfect again, and it's this limiting pattern. That's what happens when you let fear win. When you let the wiring of fear dictate the hope of the future of possibility. And so we talked about last week how when your physiology, your focus, and your language is different, that is one of the greatest keys to interrupting the pattern of limitation. It's one of the greatest keys to stopping this subconscious torture that's going on. Well, when you're in an immersive experience, when you're fully engaged, that is when you have different physiologies, when you have different focus, when you have different language. And so you can answer from the right place because you've already interrupted the pattern. So how does this, this work? How does taking a leap of faith when you're in state, that being the one action required for sustainable success over the long term, because you consistently stack these and it builds and it builds and builds and you create momentum that's unstoppable. How does that work? Well, there's five stages of this that I want to walk you through briefly. If you take a look at your life, there's probably an area of your life that you're satiated with. Stage one is satiation. That's where you're feeling like, okay, I've had enough of this. Like, I really want this to change, right? I'm full. I've dealt with this enough times. I'm full. Okay, I've dealt with it. Cool. Once you get satiated, the next thing happens. You start to get dissatisfied. And dissatisfaction is a gem. Most people say, I shouldn't feel dissatisfied. Dissatisfied helps you because it helps you identify what you don't want so you can create what you do want. Remember, all negative emotions are blessings. They're all beautiful things. And so if you take a look at dissatisfaction, you say, okay, I'm dissatisfied with that, that place of my life. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's business. And you stay in dissatisfaction. What happens then next is you get to what's called emotional threshold. That's the line in the sand moment. That's where you say, you know what? I'm changing this. I am done with this. I'm finding a way or making the way to change. And you, it's where you hit a place of leverage. Like if you've ever been in a relationship and there was that one thing that happened where you said, I'm done with that, or you've been in a situation where you were unhealthy and you made a choice to eat healthy finally or something like that, that happened after emotional threshold and the next couple steps. Emotional threshold typically happens when you're in an immersive experience. So one of the greatest keys to getting here is to get into immersive experiences of transformation. We're gonna have one for you in a few weeks from now, so stay tuned. It will rewire your mind for success. It will change you forever. And so it, this happens when you're in the, those beautiful states of transformation. Immersive experiences are powerful because you're surrounded by other people going through the same thing. You feel the energy of transformation. It's like learning a language. You can study language every single day for six months. We did this when we were going to Italy. We studied Italian every single day for six months. We went to Italy for three weeks. And in those three weeks in Italy, we learned more Italian than we ever did in the last six months combined. And the reason is because we were immersed. We were bringing it in from all angles. All of our senses were in Italian versus just one. And so that's the power of being in those events, being in those immersive experiences. Like we'll offer you in a few weeks and it'll be free. It'll be amazing. And so you get to a place of emotional threshold that typically happens when you're around other people who are also creating change. It can happen in other places too. It can happen when you're done with that relationship. It can happen when you maybe you step on the scale one day and you say, you know what? I've treated my body poorly. I'm going to make this change. Maybe it's getting out of a relationship. Maybe it's overdrafting your bank account and that being enough. But then something happens. Once that emotional threshold is hit, you get to stage four, which is a moment of insight. And a moment of insight is a powerful place. A moment of insight is where you have an aha moment. 
Moment of insight is your light bulb. Remember we said at the beginning of this episode that an aha moment is not enough? Well, after you've gotten to this place of I need to change my life, you have an aha moment about what you need to do, right? It's I need to go and talk to someone. I need to invest in that program. I need to follow a nutrition plan. I need to exercise. I need to save money instead of spend it all, right? You have that aha moment of what needs to happen next. That might be taking the next step when you're in a great state, right? Maybe it's investing in that course. Maybe it's investing in that program. Maybe it's joining us in one of our programs. Either way, there's a moment of insight that happens about what your next step is. And in that state is when you can take the one action required for sustainable success, which is leap when you're in state, because then we get to step five, which is the window. There is a window of opportunity a very small window of opportunity when you have a moment of insight, when you have an aha moment. And if you do not leap through that window in that moment, when you're in a great state, then the law of diminishing intent creeps up and you don't change and that window closes and you go back to everything you've ever known, come with the same stories about why your situation is harder, why you can't change, all these things, all those things happen. It goes months and months and months. And then you have another opportunity and then you say no to the window, months and months and months. How many opportunities have you said no to because of fear? See, you need to leap when you are in state. You need to take a leap of faith when you are in the right state because that's the window of opportunity. But here's the thing. In that window of opportunity, I said leap. And what I mean by leap is it's a leap of faith. That window of opportunity will not be an easy next step. That window of opportunity will be something that puts you so far beyond your comfort zone that it feels scary. And it feels uncomfortable. It feels different. And so we have a choice in that moment. Remember, we leap when we're in state. If you let old limiting patterns that were wired for fear and doubt come in, you'll say, well, when I save with the money, when I get out of debt, when my husband agrees with me, when my wife agrees with me, when all these things happen, that's when I'll leap. Well, the window will be closed by then. That does not work. And 99% of people think that way that once I have, then I'll take the leap of faith. So I'll be successful. Most people in the world think that way. And that's why most people are broke. Most people are overweight. Most people do not have what they want because they say, once I have, then I'll do so I'll be. So we need to reverse that. We need to focus on who we need to be now. I need to be abundant now. I need to be someone who takes a leap of faith in the moment, doing what's best for my future. See, fear and faith are very, very close. Fear is imagination undirected. That's all it is. It's the survival mind dictating how things go. It's your biological programming, your wiring, dictating how things go. And if you listen to your biological wiring, all that means is you're wiring yourself to protect yourself from pain. And in this day and age, if you live to protect yourself from from pain, you will not experience joy and happiness long-term. You'll have glimpses of it, but you will not experience it long-term. It's not possible because you'll always be focusing on what's missing or what could go missing. And so fear is just imagination undirected, but faith, not meaning religion, faith meaning a trust, a belief, faith is imagination directed. That's all it is. It's your imagination directed. It's saying, you know what? I'm not going to listen to survival mind. I'm going to take a leap of faith, meaning I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust that my highest self, the best version of me is leading me to where I'm meant to go. And that happens in that window of opportunity. There is a time when you get to decide that when that window is open, faith or fear. And if you choose fear, you find the same situation happening over and over and over again. Then what happens next is you come up with stories of rationalization about why you made the right choice. But deep down, there's just guilt. Deep down, there's just exhaustion. Deep down, there's just panic. 
And that happens, doesn't it? Has that ever happened in your life? Story of rationalization when you don't take a leap of faith. Oh, it's because, you know, I, I, I just got to wait until this situation works out and then I'll do that. That's a story of rationalization. But when you're in a state of faith, trust, you leap and you will grow your wings. When that window is open, you have a very short time frame to leap before that state goes back to what you habitually practice. So the greatest way to rewire your mind for sustainable success is to leap when you're in a great state, to join that program when you're in a great state of mind, to follow what your heart knows is true when you're in a great state of mind. And if you practice that enough times over the course of time, you will have sustainable success because you get rewarded in public for what you practice in private. So the millions of dollars, the nice cars, all those things, that comes after you have practiced this enough times. So it's not leap and the net will appear. It's leap and you will grow your wings. Jump through that window of opportunity when it's presented to, to you. We will have one in a few weeks from now for you to radically change your life and rewire your subconscious mind forever. One of the most impactful programs we have ever come out with is coming in a few weeks. And I'm so excited to welcome you to that program. Take a leap of faith and join us. It's going to be powerful. But until then, if you're someone that kind of gets this conceptually, maybe you've had an aha moment. Maybe it's something where, okay, this makes sense. But you know that you kind of need to understand why you hold yourself back from it more. Take our What's Your Unique Success Archetype quiz. This quiz is strategically set up to help you identify the way that you see the world. And so if your heart knows that what I'm saying is true, but there's a piece of fear that keeps getting in the way and consuming you, it might be the way that you're trying to approach success. And if you try to approach success from a broken strategy, it's not going to work. I've worked with over 10,000 people at this stage and I notice patterns and I've noticed four main buckets that people fall into. And I'm curious if you know which one you fall into. If you know which bucket you fall into, if you know what your success archetype, the way you're trying to approach success, if you know that archetype, then you also know what limitations that archetype has. And when you know the limitations that archetype has, you know the limiting behaviors, then you'll start to know how to change them. And that's what we'll offer you in this free quiz. It's linked up right below this. It's 60 seconds. It's at quizzes.bradbizjack.com. You can find it there or we've linked it up right below this. And you'll be able to find what your unique success archetype is. What are the greatest limitations of that archetype and how to start the process of changing that forever. So that no matter what the experience, you take the one action required for sustainable success. You leap when you're in a beautiful state. So take a leap of faith and join the or take the free quiz, what's your unique success archetype. But this is the one action required for sustainable success. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery today. My name is Brad Bizjack. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.